Hey, what's up, you guys? This is the Queen's Corner, and of course, I'm your host, Queen K. We're going to jump right on into this episode. We have a lot to unpack. If you see the title of the show, you know it's going to be a doozy. So I'm brewing some tea. Once it's ready, we finna sip it and get right into it. So let's go. I'ma hold this kingdom and palace together, you heard you guys so we're gonna hop right on into it today's affirmation is i forgive myself for my mistakes again is i forgive myself for my mistakes now with this affirmation we're going to be talking about a lot of inner healing today but the first thing we must do is recognize that yes we have made mistakes But I forgive myself for making those. I'm leaving those in the past so that I can move forward and put in the work and make some change and to heal. So I forgive myself for my mistakes. So as we think about this affirmation, let's go ahead and take our deep breaths. So take a deep breath in and let it out. One. Breathe in, let it out. Two, breathe in and let it out. Three, I forgive myself for my mistakes. So let's go ahead and hop into some hot topics. you guys so this part of that segment you know hot topics 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 topics. somebody please tell me like how i can make a segment for that because me just whispering hot topics to y'all it's just it's crazy okay so a few things first um rashida and kirk with his three earrings y'all know rashida she rap like shawty low and she got married when she was 17. There's video evidence, sis, where you was kicking it with your homegirls at a restaurant and talking about how Kirk pulled up to your high school. So either you lying about your age, sir, or ma'am, Mrs. Miss Mama, either you lying about your age or just be real that you got married at 17. I don't know what it is with first Yaya and the little boy but Kirk and Rashida we know y'all marriage not perfect how he got seven kids but only two by you you say that you weren't married at 17 okay okay but then you say that you have a 19 year old son y'all just celebrated y'all 20 year anniversary you're according to the googles you're 37 love 
20 minus 37 is what? 17. That's all I'm saying. Because I don't like them on Love & Hip Hop. They be trying to do this tired behind. That's one thing about Love & Hip Hop. They will play a storyline out, honey. They will play it out till it is beating. You are beating a dead horse. We get it about their marriage. But listen, we never like their marriage, okay? Sis really taped half of the house down, okay? She... They show you what lengths she would go to try to save this man and his three earrings. Like, listen, we don't want to hear about this shit no more. If only thing you can do on loving hip hop is talk about this, this marriage, I'm gonna need you to get off the show. We want to see more drama, okay? We want to see more hip hop. Why in this season? I have yet to see every cast in the studio. What what what's the hip hop part of loving hip hop? Can we get more of that? Can we get more of the hip hop and less of the love and the drama and the baby mama drama and this girl don't like her and I don't know if we can pull up to the event together. First of all, these restaurants, I want to know how much are they paying y'all for them to fight and throw drinks in y'all establishment? Do they, is it an upfront fee or do you put it in the contract for like, if shit does go down, here is how much we're charging. And why are y'all in the exact, it's a lot, it's, I haven't seen this much strategic reality TV since, um, what's that, the show? Lauren, Lauren Conrad. Um, the hills, bitch. The hills. Mona Scott, you know what you're doing, love. Because I promise you this is going to be on the next season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Or did they just wrap it up? No, it might be on this season. You never know. Because like I said, people did not believe me. People did not believe me when I said Santana was going to be in Love and Hip Hop. Oh, he might. He might. No, Mona Scott is smart. As soon as Lil Baby got shot, you see Sukiyana on there. You say uh, Chameleon on there, okay? They in Miami. He always in Miami. That's his friends. You know this. Of course, you going to want to talk about Miami Tip is on there too. So you got three people that are involved in the story that know him. Of course, he was going to be on that show. But people didn't believe me. So I promise you, Rashida and Kirk are going to talk about this tired-ass um, girl, did you see what they said about Rashida? Damn, she really married him at 17? Girl, we know this. Mona Scott, get your coins, but we need some fresh ideas. Get some new writers in the room, please. Matter of fact, get me on the, get me on the show so we can hash out this, this ridiculous ass shit. Um, so what other topics? It's not really much going on. Honestly, everybody and their mama just going on live. Shout out to Doja Cat. Her lives are hilarious. Um, there's not been much drama because everybody in the house. I let's see. Playboy Cardi got arrested. I mean, like, okay. What's new? The same old shit. Trash. Let's see. That's it. 
we don't have really much going on. People still in love. People still in relationships. Y'all, y'all might get 99 years, but girl, you stabbed the girl and she almost died with the baby. She was pregnant. And you let... That's still going on. So... We're just going to wrap this up because not much is not going on, you guys. Everybody is tired. Everybody's in the house. Everybody cooling and chilling. Hopefully, we will be able to go outside in the summertime. But for now, we're just going to exit on out. Now, we're going to get to the meat of this episode. And so, I hope you guys have your tea ready. I hope you have pen and paper ready because we're about to get into it. Let's go. jump right into it you guys first i just want to have a moment of transparency i want to have a moment to just show where i'm coming from so it doesn't seem like oh, okay well she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about i'm in this position currently so that's why i wanted to talk about it during this quarantine time i've said it many times before if you follow me on instagram um all of my social medias you know that i say i am not working right now i'm not I am at my house. It's just me. I'm talking to plants. It's so quiet in my neighborhood. I can hear people lock their car from outside three doors down. I can sometimes hear my neighbor open their door. They probably can hear me record this podcast right now. And I've just been able to, there's no excuse for me to sit with myself. So I have been looking at relationships and friendships because of recent discovery recent situations to where it's like the pain and the hurt the 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 feeling of that I've been um used or disrespective is still present so analyzing these relationships I realized the following I realized that I lack the concept of boundaries in a sense of me setting them and making sure that people respect them, but also in a sense of crossing other people's boundaries. I've never, I can't think of one time that I've stuck in my life, in my adult life, even in um, growing up, I can't remember a time to where I stuck with a boundary. I think I may have put my foot down just a little bit, but I was easily persuaded into doing something else. Um, I didn't want the fear of rejection. I didn't know what the person might do if I said no. I didn't want to lose friendships. I didn't want to lose relationships. I didn't want to fight with this person or keep going on with this argument. So it's just fine, fine, I'll do whatever. But what I've truly found out is that you need boundaries to succeed and the lack of boundaries invites a lack of respect so when you don't have boundaries what I'm starting to realize when you don't have boundaries set 
and make sure that people respect them, you will be disrespected. So that was one thing I learned uh, in reflection. Another thing is I lack routine and responsibility. Responsibility for myself. There's been times I pride myself in the go with the flow mentality. I still do, but I understand that I can have the best of both worlds. I can go with the flow in certain situations, but still have a routine. So I I haven't people have skin routines, people have morning routines, people have night routines, people have routines of their routines, and I don't have any of them. I don't have a I don't have a skin routine. Well, the routine that I have was go to work and come home. That's it. Everything else was, well, maybe I'll do it, maybe I don't. But then it's like it takes on this part of you where it's just like everything is procrastinated. Everything is pushed back. Everything is all over the place. There is no focus. There is no center. So that is what I realized. That is what's missing from my life. I'm complaining about everything and being chaotic and all over the place. But Nia, you don't have a routine. You don't have a set schedule for yourself to hold yourself accountable, to make sure that things are getting done when they need to and how they need to. I just, I feel like the lack of responsibility comes into play with, I've been rebellious as long as I can remember. And I don't even want to even say it's a sense of responsibility. I'm trying to think of the word, but listen, I have been rebellious as long as I can remember because I hate, I hate with a passion the feeling of being controlled. I honestly will go out of my way to make sure that my freedom is first before anything else, which is really crazy because I will listen to some, I will honestly listen to somebody give me a good suggestion. But the crazy in my head, because I know I'm a little crazy, the crazy in my head is like, oh, they're trying to control you, sis. I don't know why they think this is coming as advice, but really what it really is, they're trying to control you. And you can't let no nigga control you. So what you need to do is do the opposite. And and my other self is like, but that sounds like a good idea. That sounds like a no, no. The bigger voice is like, they're trying to control you. So I'm like, I guess they're trying to control me. All right. So we're going to do the exact opposite. And that has got me into chaotic situations. But I still, you know, I still am able to maneuver it. But but I could have avoided a lot of pain and a lot of hurt mentally and emotionally if I had taken those suggestions the first time. Some of them are stupid. Some suggestions are, now you, girl, now you know I'm not going to do that. Now you know that's not even me. You know that sounds stupid. You know that sounds like hogwash. Some of them aren't, but the ones that are good, I still feel like you're telling me this because you're trying to control me. And the last, the last one, the doozy, the big one, big one, big one is I realized that I lack vulnerability. 
And this one, this one hits home because it's it affects everything I do. It affects my relationships. I've always been told in relationships that you've got to let your guard down. You've got to let your guard down. You, you, you are so guarded. You are so jaded. You are so are all the time. You so raw, raw. Like you gotta let, you gotta be vulnerable. You gotta let it down. And I'm like, no, because like I said, you want me to let my guard down so you can control me. But that's because I'm still holding on to times where I was being controlled. I'm still holding on to the hurt of when I did let my guard down, they caught me slipping. I'm still at the point where I I bared my soul. I wore my heart on my sleeve. And I was done so dirty. So dirty. So I'm like, why would I do that again? But what I need to know is that inner healing is being okay like somebody said true love true love is giving somebody everything that they can to hurt you but trusting that they won't and i'm not at that place yet i know i keep praying for i keep praying for a relationship i i've done that before everybody's done that oh my girl is really happy all these people i've seen i've seen them they're really happy i want that happiness i know i can obtain that happiness but I'm not being honest with myself. I'm not ready for that. I'm not. I still have work to do. I still have past traumas that I have to get over over with. And not just in the sense of being over, but just letting go. Spiritual Twitter, spiritual people, they tell you all the time, let go. Let go and let God let go. Because when I tell you, we, it's like holding the issue so tight in your hand so tight in your hand you want to you want to place blame you want to find every reason that you can to hold on to this because we're scared of like well if I let go what's gonna go right here and that's the thing you when we let go of a lot of stuff we allow room for the good thing when you let go when you release you allow yourself the ability for good things good people good vibes the good comes in and the bad goes out so right now if we're holding to all of these things so tightly it's like we're holding our breath we're holding our breath but you know after a long event or a long day and you just take that deep and you feel worlds better that's what happens when we do this inner healing work and let stuff go i am a person that compartmentalizes everything i like one of my spiritual advisors told me it's like you have a room it's like you have a room in your house stacked with boxes Some big boxes are bigger issues that you need to work out. And some are little small ones. But 
it's just as soon as you open the door, you don't see anything else but a room full of boxes. And so what we have to do is literally sit with our shit, sit with our shit in our room and unpack. Because when you've, if you've moved before, you understand the dread of unpacking and all of these things. When you start unpacking things and letting things go and seeing what needs to go in the trash, what is made to keep, what needs to be um, given away to charity. And giving it away to charity, we're going to get into that because that means giving it back to the person it belongs to. We have a lot of boxes in our room that don't even belong to us. They don't. They belong to your family. They belong to your friends. They belong to your ex. They belong to that old flame. They don't even belong to you. So why are they in your room? So this episode, at the end of this, we are going to start working on unpacking while we're sitting during quarantine while we're sitting with our shit we're going to unpack it okay but the first thing that we have to do is we have to evaluate and the things that we have to evaluate it's quite simple it's it's quite a few but we have to evaluate our roles Our roles in relationships, our roles in friendships, our roles at the job, our roles in life. What is our role? Not who else's, not anybody else's, but what is our role? What is our purpose in this world? Okay. Then we have to evaluate our habits. What are the bad ones? I don't go to bed on time. I don't wake up on time. I don't do my laundry on a certain day. I let shit pile up. I let deadlines pile up. Evaluate your habits. Next, which is a big one, evaluate the way you think. We have to stop and hold people accountable for saying, well, that's just how I am. That's just how I'm going to be. That's a problem sweetie that's a problem that you have to work through that that you have to work on that can't just be how you are there is a reason there is a box on why you are that way why you think that way so you have to unpack that figure it out put the stuff where it needs to go give it back to that person so you don't continue to be that way because it's not helping you you think it is you think it is but as personal experience for a person that used to say that it's not helping you at all it just making you look like people are saying oh she got some shit she need to figure out because then after that you need to start evaluating why you think the way you do why are you that way why do you think this way And that's what we're going to get into. It may be from childhood. It may be from past experiences. But you have to evaluate that to figure out what is the root. What is the root of why I'm thinking this way? Your words. Evaluate your words. I remember there was a show or YouTube video or something where... It was like, would you say the things that you say to yourself 
to to someone that you love would you say the stuff that you say to yourself to your child to your mom to your best friend to your boyfriend to your girlfriend to your partner would you say that at that moment we got to start working on our words the main thing is people be like oh i'm broke no i'm just in between blessings love because you're putting it out there that oh yeah you your words speak your words speak things into existence so we have to watch how we talk to ourselves how we talk about things going on in our life we have to evaluate that as well and that's the thing too the way you talk to yourselves that is a main one like i just said your words you speak things into existence how are you talking to yourself you are the only person that knows everything about you you are the only person that can speak your language so how are you talking to yourself in these moments then we need to evaluate our ideas and relationships Some things are not okay. Some ideas that you think of, some of them are not okay. Some of them come from a place of hurt, a place of desperation. Some come from a place of struggle. Some come from a place of disgust. You need to evaluate that. You need a therapist. The therapist can be you at this moment. But you need to talk those things out. You need to talk about your relationships. Even the ones where you thought, oh, that was a nothing. Why wasn't not nothing? Everybody that you talk to, listen, everybody that you talk to that you date is a reflection of you at that time. So, oh, he wasn't shit. He was he was lame. He was this. He was well, sis, you chose him at that moment. You knew. The flags were all there, love. You just decided not to pay attention. And you thought you could change him. So evaluate that. Also, we're going to evaluate our morals. Evaluate your morals. That's a huge thing, too. It's all about a respect thing. If you don't respect yourself, love, how do you get others to respect you? You don't. That's the thing. And that goes hand, who are you being influenced by? Are you being influenced by images that you see online? Are you being influenced by celebrities? Are you being influenced by failed relationships? Are you being influenced by failed marriages? Are you being influenced by bitter people? Are you being influenced by... People that are not on the same level as you. People that constantly belittle you. People that are not going the same path as you are. They are okay with being stagnant and you know that you are not. You know that you need to be on a better level. You know that you are on a better level. So why are you continuously hanging with these people that you know are not going to serve any purpose towards your goal? Are you being influenced by influencers? They are people. They are people. 
And some of them have done the work. Some of them have not. Some of them are just stupid and you're just trying to figure out how in the world did they become how they became. Like, bad baby example. Perfect example. What are your influences? Who were you influenced by as a child? Because that's where we're going to hop into next. Okay. I had to take shout out to Yogi T. That is my oof. Also, evaluate your emotions, how you process emotions. Okay. Because some of the emotions that they are the ones that we don't even check those okay listen to them bitterness shows you where you need to heal okay if you're being bitter about something why are you like if somebody's pissing you off like somebody once told me if you have that one co-worker that just pisses you off like oh my gosh I cannot stand you with a with a passion they're a reflection of you sis so ask yourself reflect evaluate why that person makes you angry it sounds crazy i know but once you think about it y'all saying that y'all share the same characteristics in some way that's what's pissing you off the way she micromanages you may not notice but you probably do the same shit the way she reacts to certain things or he acts reacts to certain things you probably do that in aspect of your life but you're not evaluating you're not opening your eyes to see that this that's you love it's you resentment shows that you're living in the past and not allowing the present to be as is where are you look at that look at the resentment okay where in that area where you feel the most look at all of these feelings and just see in this area i feel resentment here why do i feel this way sit with your shit i'm gonna keep saying that this episode and i think my mom might be listening to this episode i'm sorry mama but the people need to hear this okay discomfort shows that you need to pay attention right now to what is happening because you are given the opportunity to change to do something different than how you typically do it discomfort means god is trying to shift you let him shift you he can't do that if you just you know squirming in your seat you know but you don't want to get up that's just like you in a restaurant and it's really cold the cold air is just blowing on you just blowing on you You are so uncomfortable you are freezing you are anemic you can't do this but you just squirming you just you don't girl get up from that table and go move shift change anger shows that you're passionate what you're passionate about where your boundaries are will somebody piss you off that means that boundary has been crossed so look at it disappointment shows you that you tried for something that you did not give in to apathy but you still care find out why you're disappointed in that situation what is it telling you guilt helps you understand the person that you do not want to be guilt 
helps you understand the person that you do not want to be. It gives you the opportunity to forgive yourself. That was our affirmation. I forgive myself for my mistakes. That's where the guilt comes in. Gives you the opportunity to forgive yourself in order to move on. Shame shows you that you are internalizing other people's beliefs. Don't give up. Listen, don't care what nobody else say. Y'all can't tell me shit. Y'all can't. So when you feel shame, you are internalizing other people's beliefs of what you should be or who you are, that you need to reconnect. You need to reconnect with yourself. When I tell you, when you sit with your shit, when you unbox these boxes, when you are really able to process and push this inner healing, I promise you, that person that is left, that is that is your authentic self. That is the real you. And don't let anybody, anybody make you feel like that is the wrong person to be. Because it's not. It'll never be the wrong person. That's you. How are you going to tell me I'm wrong? We say that all the time. How are you going to tell me that I'm wrong? It's me. How are you going to tell me who I am? You can't. So let that shame go. Sadness shows you the depth of your feeling. How you care for others. Listen to these emotions, you guys. And where it starts off, like I said, it starts with our inner child. It starts from childhood. I know people said, I I think I remember hearing one time somebody said, oh, when you, um, they don't remember they don't remember being born they just remember waking up and being seven years old that is true but that's where things start to come into play you start realizing um you feel your first disappointment you feel the first time being let down that's around some of the people realize that they're was no tooth fairy there was no santa claus this is when things start becoming reality we've been into a state of everything was handy dandy and innocent but around seven or eight years old we start seeing what the real world is about but we have to get back to that place where we felt like there was so much hope in the world because when we start to down ourselves and let other people down us then we start to limit ourselves and what we are capable of everybody talks about how god says think bigger no think bigger we limit ourselves because we've been told no here no there that's not gonna happen that's never gonna be there for you oh that's not for you why are you even doing this that's not gonna work out You've been hearing this for so long where it's like you have limited yourselves. But what we need to do is reparent our inner child so that we can know you can't tell me shit. You can't you can't tell me anything because I know like I know what I'm capable of. I can do anything in this world. It's my life. I can do anything. So, of course, like I'm gonna get this done. (sighs) Signs your inner child needs healing. You lose it emotionally and regret it later. Most of your relationships are toxic. Criticism is one of your greatest fears. You resent, blame, and regret a majority of the time. You often feel misunderstood. You engage in harmful behavior regularly but can't stop. 
you feel responsible for other people's emotions. That's a boundary. We're going to talk about that. Spending time alone or in crowds triggers anxiety. Your mind is always repeating worst case scenarios. You can't, you take things personally. That was, you take things personally. That was the last one. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have experienced all of these. And that's when I realized I need, it was some work that needs to be done. The first step, they say all the time, the first step is admitting it. So I'm admitting that I need to do the work. And like I said before, there was, we also talked about boundaries. Okay. So here are 10 signs that you lack personal boundaries or just boundaries. Okay. One, you fail to speak up when mistreated. You give away too much of your time. You agree when you actually feel like disagreeing. You feel guilty for dedicating time to yourself. You feel taken for granted by others. You have toxic relationships. You have chronic fear about what others think of you. You overshare details about your life with others. You constantly feel like a victim. You attract people who try to control or dominate you. And once again, from a personal experience, I experience all of these. I realize that everything starts from the beginning. From the beginning, I have not had boundaries. I have not being able to sit down and do the work. So what I'm realizing is I need to. And that is healthier for me to work on these things. So this next part, real quickly, I'm going to give you a few things, a few ways that we can get past this inner healing this first part was just to let you guys know that you need to be aware that you need the work to be done so let's get some solutions out there okay all right so first we're going to talk about reparenting Reparenting is basically the process of healing from childhood wounds, but intentionally making choices in your best interest. So I'm going to list off things that you can do for your inner child. Practice discipline. Connect with someone that you love. Meditate. Spend 15 minutes in silence. Practice consciousness. Say no. Take space from a relationship. Accept being misunderstood. Accept that you might be the villain sometimes in somebody's story. You can also do fun things like sing the songs that you used to as a child. 
play songs that you used to as a child, watch movies that you used to as a child, and it's just like, what movie did I just watch a couple of weeks ago? Oh, I watched this, um, The Unfortunate Events of the Baudelaire Children, or the series of Unfortunate Events, that's what it was, and I was just like, I remember watching this as a child, like, yeah, do yoga, say hi to a stranger sometimes when you see him smile at somebody we used to do that all the times as little kids you know you used to run up to somebody and give them a hug on their leg and stuff like that so just open it and just saying hi just smiling that can also help as well continue to make yourself a couple of cup of tea find joy create human connections connect to the childlike curiosity you know, as kids, we always like, well, how does this work? Well, what does this mean? And asking just 50 million questions, start asking those questions. Get back to that. Go back into finding a hobby that you love. We used to color all the time because we loved it. We used to play with blocks because we love it. So go back to that. Find a hobby that just really excites you. You don't have every hobby that you, you have. We have to understand that we don't have to make that into a full side hustle. LLC Twitter and um, Rise and Grind Twitter, Twitter has said that, that that you have to, but you don't. Like, you don't. Just let it rock. Just let it ride. And do something that you just love. Just color because you want to. Sing because you want to. Play the guitar just because you want to. Make figurines. Make pottery paint because you want to you don't have to make that into a side business do something unplanned just get up and go well you can't get up and go right now but there's so many online things that you can do at this moment this is the time to do it so while you're doing this work while you're just setting these boundaries and pushing this is when the time where like i just need some lighthearted fun that's when you connect to your inner child Okay, so we've been talking it here and there, bouncing around it, but we're going to talk about boundaries. Okay, so these are the boundaries that you need. You need emotional boundaries, boundaries around inappropriate topics, in emotional dumping, and dismissing emotions. For example, this isn't a topic I'm willing to discuss. I don't really want to talk about this. This makes me uncomfortable. Um, I understand that you have a lot going on. And I understand that. But right now, I am not at emotionally available to receive this information. I This is not a topic I want to discuss. The second one is material. Boundaries around possessions when and they can be used and how they are treated i can't eat out on weekends i can't drink wine on weekends material things like that i can't buy this amount of stuff create a budget that's when the budget comes in this has an example of my car cannot be used on weekends. I don't understand that. So my example would be like, I don't go out to eat on weekends. That's a simple thing. You save coins. Or you do go out to eat on weekends. However you want to do it, that's material. Things like that. Tangibles. The things you buy and stuff like that. 
time and energy boundaries around time lateness when to contact favors and free labor now this one is a huge one for me because if you know me if you know if you know me you know there is late there is cp time and then there is nia kennedy and I don't have a, I, I always say, um, a queen is never late. Everyone else is just early. So that is, I have to learn to set a boundary into, in the sense of, it may not be on my dime and may not be putting me at an inconvenience, but the other person involves, it may cause an inconvenience. So what you have to understand is like some things affect other people. So being there at a certain time, I can be for there for you at a certain time. I can be for you, uh, be there for you uh, up until this moment. That is setting that boundary for time and energy. Um, if you're going to be late, please text me to let me know. That's an example. This goes for dates, for meetings, for things like that. Also, free labor. I was just telling my friend Adrian, a lot of people ask, well, how did you do this? How did you do that? I, I did my research. I took my classes. I did this. But you're asking for free stuff. So that's the boundary that we have to cross because I put my time and energy to get to this point, but you don't want to do the same work so you could get to the same place. You don't want to put the work in. And that is a boundary that needs to be set. I'm not doing this for free no more. I'm not giving you no free explanation. I'm not giving you no free stuff. It is time that I set this boundary because you got to do the same thing. Match me, sis, so you can get here. And for the ones like, oh, you don't want to help a sister out. You don't want to help. You not helping yourself out, love. If this is what you truly want to do, if this is what you truly want, put in the time and energy. Set that boundary of like, oh, no, nobody else is going to do that. Nobody else is going to... Um, water my grass nobody else is going to do the stuff for me i have to do it myself i have to push where it needs to be pushed so set that boundary another one is mental freedom to have your own thoughts beliefs values and opinions i respect that you disagree with my opinion but don't force your own and that's a huge thing People tell us their opinions all the time. Yes, that's your opinion. Understand that we have different opinions. Understand that. Understand that I'm not always going to agree with you. Stop forcing me to agree with you because that's not going to happen. My boundaries are set to where this is what I value. This is what I believe. And let that be that. You're not going to persuade me on anything just because you don't understand and I get it from my point of view. Don't try to force that on me. And that's what a lot of people do that comes from growing up, comes from personal experiences, relationships and friendships. We are our own people. So if I believe something and you don't, don't try to force me to believe that way so we can be similar when we both know that we're not. Mental, mental boundaries, because you're going to stress yourself out. Well, maybe no. If that's how you believe wholeheartedly, stay that, say that with your chest. 10 toes down that this is what I believe and I'm not changing it so stop trying to change me physical okay proximity touch PDA unwanted comments regarding appearance or sexuality I don't find comments like that funny we gotta oof 
this is a, this one right here. We got to stop allowing friends. Oh, girl, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, like, you feel that it's, it's comfortable enough to say that. Or you are comfortable enough to be in my space. Like, you, that's a boundary that you're crossing. And that also goes to, I didn't realize that when you say no to something, but some person is continuously asking you and asking you to where you want to do that, that was wrong. And I didn't know that in a mental sense. I didn't know that emotionally and also um, in other ways as well. I didn't understand that concept. I thought, okay, well, it must be right if they continue to persuade me, even though it doesn't feel right. I wasn't listening to my gut, even though it doesn't feel right. I just know that, okay, well, um, I let that person know that is a boundary that you have to set. Our friends that constantly say slick shit, that they know that hurts you, that they know is out of pocket, check them on that shit tell them no that is not okay don't talk to me like that family members no that's not okay don't talk to me like that just because you family just because you a close friend that's not okay that's not for you to think that that's okay that's the problem so check that i don't find those comments like that funny i don't find you being this close to me when i already told you back up i don't find that that's not okay This is how I feel about who I am. Do not combat me on that. Do not try to push. I don't find any of that funny. Set those boundaries. Shout out to my friend Megan because this book is actually what inspired this episode. Boundaries by Henry Cloud and Dr. Johnson Townsend. I even bought the workbook because that's how much I have not set boundaries that I need a workbook to help me write these things out. And this book is amazing. It says when to say yes and how to say no and take control of your life. When you don't have any boundaries, you allow disrespect. You allow to have a chaotic life. So that is the main thing what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is sit with your shit. Set your boundaries. Work on your child, your inner child. And I promise you, you will feel so much better you will feel free you will feel so fucking light like it's not even it's not even a joke because that's I'm starting to let stuff go I'm starting to set my boundaries and I feel so much better y'all I feel so much out of my head and literally feel more going with the flow than I did before I don't feel like I'm limiting myself anymore. So the last thing we're going to, well, the two last things. Okay. So you're probably like, Nia, well, you said all of this. You basically just talked for 45 minutes. So how do I, what do I do? Like, how do I start this? So how to start the healing? First, we already said evaluate, admit what's going on. Look at what these relationships and things. But first we have to, Be aware of your history, your adversities, your trauma, and your pain. If you don't know, if you can feel it, if you can't feel it, you can't heal it. So you have to, like I said, evaluate it. 
decide whether you are ready to commit to healing some people like i said i've gone to three different therapists and my cycle of they'll tell me i'll explain everything to them i'm saying i'm ready for therapy they'd read me to filth about my different patterns and i'm like okay well i don't want to do this anymore because you don't have to do all of that well really they did they were just trying to read me they had to read me my rights so i stopped going for them because like okay you didn't have to read me like that but they did so understand when you really truly are like okay i don't have nothing to do i'm gonna sit here and realize that the person that i am can be better i can forgive myself for my mistakes i can work on myself when i get to that point then it's like okay I am ready for change. I am ready for a different mindset. I am ready. When you are at that point, that's the first step. I truly feel like that's the first step to get there. Decide when you're ready to commit to healing because it is a long process. It's not easy. It's not at all. It's going, it's the process you're going to get more hurt or you're going to probably get more emotional going through this process of seeing like why everything is the way it is and pushing, literally pushing yourself through that. So it takes, it takes a lot for you to get to that point. So make sure that you start exploring your inner world. Like I said, while you re before you reevaluate, are you ready to evaluate? Do your research. Learn more about what has hurt you, how it came about, the mechanisms behind it, the influence it had on you, and research some other healing ways. We're going to talk about um, that in a minute. Take action, okay? Like I said, this may be the launch of like, okay, it's time for me to sit, get just you some books like The Boundary here. You can talk to therapy. Talk space is a really good one. Find a therapist. Okay? Do the inner work. Meditation. Aromatherapy. You can do um, meditative journaling. That's really a really good one for you. But to commit to this practice, okay? You have to work through the resistance. So take action. Work through the resistance. You're going to be like, well, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. Push through push through even when you can't it, it's gonna hurt right now but i promise you we're trying to get to that person on the other end we're trying to get to that person that is healed that is happy that is content that has forgiven themselves that lets nothing stop them we're trying to get to that person so baby you have to push you have to push through the resistance then also reflect that's where the journal comes in i also have a journal so i can reflect back on where i used to be I used to be um, upset. I, I, I used to be in this place of hurt. I used to be in this this place of, of desperation, this place of so much anger and bitterness. But slowly doing this work, slowly working on myself, I see myself getting lighter. I'm seeing myself go to that other person of being lighter and limitless. So that is also just reflecting and tracking that progress. Okay? 
there are some selfies that I have of myself in my phone of the time where I remember my my my, my headspace at that moment. I remember the things that I was going through. I remember how the depression was affecting me at that time. But I look at that like I don't never, ever, ever want to go back to that moment. So you can do things like that, but reflect on it. Is what you're doing right now on this journey, is it working for you? Does something need to change? Or where are you in unpacking the boxes? What boxes do you want to start off first? Reflect on um, which one you think should be a priority first. Which one should, do you want to do the small boxes first? Do you want to do the big boxes? We are trying to get to a part where pain is no longer controlling us. Hurt is no longer controlling us. Desperation is no longer controlling us. So our main thing is pushing through, evaluating, continuously doing the work. And Real quick, how we're going to wrap this up. Here are 10 ways to show up for yourself, okay? So 10 ways to show up for yourself. Commit to habits, practices, routines, and rituals that are good for your well-being. Even when you don't want to. Make it a habit. Make it that routine. You need those routines. Like I said before, I lack those, okay? Even when do you want to because it's, it's for your good, okay? Allow yourself to feel a multitude of feelings without labeling it as wrong, bad, or negative. Feel those feelings. Feel that anger. Feel that bitterness. Feel that sadness. Feel that happiness. Feel that joy. And just really get to a point like, why I feel this way? Where is it coming from? If it's making me happy, if it's bringing me joy, if it's bringing me peace, I need more of that. I need more of that. If it's bringing me bitterness, it's bringing me sadness, I need less of that. I need to stay away from that. I need to give that back to that person. That's why we need to allow ourselves to feel of these. It's not wrong because when you say it's wrong, it's bad, it's negative, you push it out. Go through it. Push past that resistance. Go through and see why we are feeling this emotion. Practice listening to your needs and discovering different ways of meeting those needs. Listen. Listen to, I need this in a relationship. I need this in a friendship. Listen and discover how important these things are to you. For that person that's light, that's airy, that is limitless, what does that person require? Practice self-forgiveness. We said that is our affirmation. Forgive yourself for your past. We're not perfect. We don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers, Sway. We don't have all the answers, but practice forgiveness. It's okay that we were off track. God going to shift us. I always say that this is the year for alignment. Allow God to shift you, okay? It's okay to get off track. Let him get you back on track. 
let yourself start again it's okay to do it over and over and over like i said i've told y'all i've been to three different therapists i've tried to start this process over and over and over and over and over but until it's going to get that one time where it clicks it finally connects boom and we're ready to get stuff moving we're ready to crank it up but it's okay to start over it's okay to have an idea and start it over and over and over until it, you get it right. We are so, people judge us for that and that's why we don't, we feel like it's not okay, but it's okay to do that. Take care of your basic needs, stay hydrated, get enough sleep, go to bed, move your body, eat plentiful fruits and vegetables, more fruits and vegetables. Give your per, yourself permission to rest, to take breaks, to have some downtime. People are always saying, like, you lack discipline if you don't come out this quarantine with a business. No, that's not what people are supposed to be doing. They don't need to start a business if that's not on their heart. Maybe God just wanted them to rest, so let them rest. You don't need to do all the things. Sometimes you just need to chill just to remain calm. To breathe okay spend quality time with yourself spend quality time with yourself spend quality time with your spend quality time with yourself with me myself and I solo dolo spend time with yourself writing with yourself reading to yourself praying meditating sitting in your shit unpacking stuff by yourself give yourself permission to be by yourself give yourself permission to be alone with yourself give yourself permission to be alone give yourself permission to just sit in it with it that's where the self-discovery comes from pushing past pushing past the resistance we try to keep going 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 but listen it's not working for you you can see it hasn't been working for you remind yourself that you are worthy of being shown up for as anyone else in life make yourself a priority in your own life show up for me i know i'm the bomb i know i'm here so make sure to remind yourself that i am worthy you do need to show up for me i do want rose petals and i am that girl i need this i deserve this i am worthy of being shown up for show up for me respect my boundaries Respect who I am, respect my beliefs, respect who I am trying to be, what I'm trying to become. Respect that. If not, go away. Show up for me. I am worthy of being shown up for. So show up for yourselves, y'all. Do the work. Show up. For who you are this one is probably my longest podcast so we are going to close it on out i hope you guys learned something i hope something resonated with your heart please let me know i realized that 
I have a sub waiting for me at Publix. So let's just go ahead and close this episode out, y'all. All right, you guys. So thanks again for tuning in. Hope to see you guys next time. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, The Queen's Corner. Um, And um, you guys have an amazing day. Try not to go crazy. And yeah, if you have any questions or you just want to talk about this topic some more, because this is something that I'm very passionate about, or the book for me, like I said, it's Boundaries by Henry Cloud. Just hit me up. All right, you guys. Bye.